Hey guys, welcome to another edition of the Mixtape Podcast, the podcast dedicated to examining film from a screenplay writer's perspective. I'm your host for this week. My name is Marcel Inestroza, joined as always by my fellow co-host, Dean Stark. And on today's edition, we'll be talking about the 1989... We'll be talking about... What is the it? 19... <laughs> what is it? What's the date? What's the year? <laughs> you know, just... <laughs> You have just, one job. You have one job. That's it. What's the year? Come on. Dirty Dancing released uh, when? When is it? Just one fucking time. <laughs> I would like to get through an intro without any fucking problems. That's all <laughs> I'm asking for. Can I? Yeah. Today we'll be talking about the 1987 film Dirty Dancing. So, as... We do every week. I will kick it over to Dean so she can walk us through this film. We're doing Dirty Dancing 1987, directed by Emil Ordolino, written by Eleanor Bergstein. So, spending the summer at, at a resort with her family, Frances falls in love with the camp's dance instructor, Johnny Castle. So, the opening scene, 1963, and we meet Frances, which is baby which is jennifer gray and she's in the back seat next to her sister her parents are driving and they arrive at a resort and there's all sorts of kind of activities going on and baby we'll call her baby and her family join a dance class full of older it's it's there's a lot of older people and the young people there are very preppy they're very harvard yale brown you know those kind of people and that's just not it's just not baby's crowd it's not her thing I mean she's 17 but she wants to hang out with 17 year olds that are like her she's not preppy she's not she has she's comes from a rich family but she's not that way she wants nothing to do with it like she keeps saying she wants to go into the peace corps like that's completely opposite to all of the parents that are at this camp that want their kids to go to Yale and they keep introducing their kids oh this is my son blah 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 he's going to Yale or he's going to Harvard or he's going to law school and she's just standing there like oh this is so boring. So right from the start, you know, this is not her scene. These are not her people. She's rich, but she's not a rich kid. So what say you? Yeah, the star of the film makes it very clear that Baby is in a situation that she's not comfortable with, or she is a peg trying to fit into a round hole. And I love the way that uh, Jennifer Grey plays it, because... At the beginning of the movie, she plays it very, very lovingly. When, when, when the movie first starts, she's sitting in the back of the car next to her sister reading a book, and she does something very simple. Her father's driving, and while her father's driving, she puts her hands around her father. So that really tells us that they have a strong relationship without physically saying it, although she does say it. She says, you know, until the summer, I thought that my dad was the best, w- w- was 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 the best person in the world but just just that physical action of her reaching her hands around her father while he's driving tells you that they really have a special relationship in a way that her older sister doesn't have with her father and once they get to the resort it is completely like the walk of living dead all these people are 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 trust fund people they're old they're stuck up. They probably need their Metamucil. So it's not, it, it, it's, just, it's, it's, it's like a, it, it's like a, it, it, it's like a, it's, it's, it's like a, it's like a resort that's stuck in like the, 
like the fifties or something. Like it's a Florida like, resort for old people. Yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like a it, it's like a Florida resort with old people, and everything there is so Ooh. artificial. Like mm-hmm. the games, it's like it just fucking sucks. Yeah, it fucking sucks. <laughs> it actually fucking sucks. So the first scene is baby kind of goes wandering off on her own because she's just like so fucking bored, and she walks past uh, the dining hall and she spots Johnny which is played by oh, Patrick Swayze is just so gorgeous. He's just gorgeous in this movie. Everything about him, his body, his face, his hair, he's just he's just he's just gorgeous in this movie. I couldn't stop looking at him. Like he's just perfect in this movie. So anyway, swoon over. Um and Johnny is talking to the owner of the camp and which is this old fat guy and he's telling him this is what I want you to do, Johnny. I want you to teach the girls how to dance, but keep your hands to yourself. Keep your hands off them. And Johnny is very slick. He's very good looking. He's very confident. He really doesn't care what this guy has to say. He's just like, yeah, okay, whatever. And he has his sunglasses on and he's got this, he's got his jacket swung over his shoulder. So when he's introduced and when baby sees him, you can see he's confident. He doesn't care what people say. Uh, you get to know he's a he's a dance instructor and you get to know that he's a ladies' man because of how good looking he is so I liked that setup of Johnny because it told you it told you everything that not necessarily and this is why I like this movie not necessarily we needed to know but everything baby needed to know because we find out that that's actually not who Johnny is that's a facade that's fake but when baby first sees him that's what she first sees so she thinks that he's that guy until when the movie goes on, she realizes, oh, my God, you're actually not that guy, which is why I like this movie because I think people think Dirty Dancing is just, oh, it's just a Patrick Swayze dance movie, but it's so deep. It's There's so many layers in this movie. People uh, don't really get it until you watch the movie and analyze it and go, oh, this is a really convoluted but in a good way deep movie. Anyway, that was the first scene. What say you? Yeah, the legendary Patrick Swayze, when he's first introduced in this movie, has this very James Dean way about him this sort of like this sort of like rock and roller greaser kind of deal and the way that the owner treats him is very 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 lackluster it's almost like the owner and all the people around him treat him like he's lesser and 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 that sort of gets reiterated in the movie several times by the screenplay writer but i also really love that like Dean said, when baby sees him for the first time, she gets this she gets this facade picture of him. She gets this idea of him in her head that she finds out isn't true once she's sort of thrown into his world in a couple of scenes. And I really, really love the introduction of Patrick Swayze giving one of the waiters shit and just, you know, uh, basically telling him that he's like a uh, 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 he doesn't say this, but he he basically calls him like a uh, a fucking pencil neck kind of guy, basically. Mm. And mm. you know, I, I I just love um the uh the costume design for Patrick Swayze because I mm. like he has this James D, he has this James Dean rock and roller kind of look that I really really like on him. Yeah, um, he looks like he stepped out of Greece, basically. So the next scene is Baby is at a dance function and it's very cordial. It's very boring. It's everybody's slow dancing. All the guys, they're all preppy. You know, they're all, like you said, they're trust fund. And there's like old people everywhere. And she's just like, oh. And her parents have tried to set her up with this guy that's the son of the owner of the place. And oh, he's just gross. Like he's just, 
He's egotistical. He's just, oh, baby, just, she just doesn't want to be there. You can, she just does not want to fucking be there. But then Johnny comes in and he's wearing a tux and he's got a dance partner that's in this beautiful dress, like something out of like Dancing with the Stars. And they come into the middle of the dance hall and they dance up a storm. And he's amazing. He's he's great. Now, I don't know if they're dancing Foxtrot, Mamba, Waltz. I don't know if they're dancing. They're dancing one of those ballroom dances. And he's just really, really fucking good. And Baby's like, oh, my God. And she just gets intrigued by him because she's seen him before acting like a dick. But now she sees what he can do and she's like, oh, my God. And everybody's just impressed by what he can do. I like that scene because what it shows to me is, again, this is not Baby's vibe. Everybody there is old as preppy. This is not her vibe at all, like I just said. And also we can see that Johnny can dance. So what say you? Yeah, I really I, I really like that scene because, again, it shows that Baby is a peg trying to be stuck into a place where she doesn't belong. Also, I love the way that Jennifer Grey plays Baby because she plays her with such a sense of naivete Mm. and a such such a sense of innocence that slowly slowly gets taken away into her becoming a strong independent woman when she gets involved with jai in this movie so i love the way that 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 uh jennifer gray does that whole shift with baby from being sort of like this deer in his headlights to this sort of sexual firecracker by the end of the movie or this person that has found her own power through Johnny. Yes. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. And I, and I really enjoy that when Patrick Swayze comes in and she finally sees what he can do. It's just really, really awesome to see her look at her longingly. And the d- director does a great job because he goes from her to, to the dance floor. And I love that the, the, the guy that owns the fucking resort just has had enough of this, you know, inappropriate dancing to him and he just gives him the cutoff sign. And Johnny, obviously, because he works there, he just stops immediately. But um, but but I love that whole setup, mainly because of the way that Jennifer Gray plays baby and 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 the way that she seems so disinterested, so intrigued by Johnny once he comes into the picture again. Yeah, so baby gets away from the dance because she just doesn't. She just excuses us. Oh yeah, I just gotta go. <laughs> like, and so she's just walking outside by herself because everybody's in the dance hall, and she comes across. Uh, she comes uh, across the staff quarters, and it kind of there's like a big like there's all these steps that lead up to the staff quarters, and one of the guys he's carrying like three very odd shaped watermelons. They're like not round. They're wheat. Is that how your watermelon watermelons are? They're like a wheat, like an oblongy shape. Because <laughs> the ones we get Some here are just are. round, like a basketball. So that so weird. So anyway, he's carrying them, and he's like, "Oh no, you can't be here. Guests cannot be where the staff quarters are." And she's like, "Uh, you know, I'll help you carry a watermelon." He's like, "No." So they go back and forth, and he's like, "All right, but you can't tell your parents. You cannot tell your parents you saw anything. Nothing." She's like, "No, no, fine, that's fine." So they go up. The door opens and this sexy music comes blasting out and she walks in and it's all young people dirty dancing, grinding on each other, but not not in a um, disgusting, exploitative way, in a sexy dance way. So she's standing there like, what the fuck is this? Like, it's like 
she doesn't want the boring stuff, but this is like over her head too. Like she doesn't really know what she wants. And she's just in that moment, like Marcelo mentioned before, the naivety, you can see it rush over her face because she's only 17 and she's like, I don't, I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> I have no idea what to do with this. And she's so innocent and she just doesn't know how to react. And then Johnny walks in with his dance partner and they start dirty dancing. So you've seen him dance, you know, the foxtrot, the waltz, the mamba. He's really good. But now you see him um, dirty dancing and he's just as good at that, even better than he is at the other dancing. You're like, oh, my God, he can literally do everything. It's a stark contrast to, to who he was before. So you can tell just by his dancing he's got two different facets of his personality. He's got one that he pushes forward to the elites and he's got another one that he pushes forward to his friends and, and his fellow co-workers. And I really like this scene because Johnny spots baby. She's standing in the corner watching everyone going, I don't know what to do. And he brings her to the dance floor. And she's he's trying to teach her. He's like, all right, stand there. Put your hand here. Put your hand here. She's very awkward. She does not know how to dance at all. But he's very gentle with her. He's not forceful. He just says, okay, put your leg here. Okay, we're going to do this. And you can see that when he was introduced, he was very conceited, very cocky. But just in this scene with Baby, and he didn't know her, he was very, very gentle with her, very much like how a teacher would be. He didn't take advantage. He didn't try to, like, you know, put any, like, moves on her or anything. It was just strictly professional dancing. And I really, really liked that scene because it showed a different facet of his personality. Um, I really liked that scene because when Baby goes into the staff quarters and sees all the dirty dancing, it's like a different world gets opened up to her. And like you said, her naivete, or like I said, her naivete, her naivete just blows right over her head. And she's like, Oh my God. But I really like that when Danny, when, um, Johnny, uh, takes her on the dance floor, he is very tender with her because obviously she can't dance a lick. She's very, very robotic. She's very, very, she's like, she's a stiff. But I, I, but obviously he saw something in her that he wanted to help her out a little bit. But also, again, the direction in this movie is great because uh, Jennifer, um, um, Jennifer, oh Jesus, Jennifer Gray mm. and Patrick Swayze have such good chemistry throughout this movie mm. that you could sort of just see it in between the two of them. Yeah, you can. And it's just, it's just really 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 well done even when even when baby is is has this has this fog of naivete over her over her you know over her you can see that she wants to break out of that mm. and johnny is obviously going to be the one that to take her out of her own skin mm. and to show her how to get into her own power so that's going to be really interesting to see that and he's going to do that by teaching her how to dance yes so the next night, the boring guy that her parents want her to set her up with uh, asks her, you know, let's go for a walk. <laughs> She's like, okay, let's go for a walk. She doesn't really want to go, but she fucking goes. And he's gross. He's egotistical. He's condescending. He puts her down. He's very passive aggressive. And he's like, oh, you know, my father owns this. Let's go into the kitchen. And they go into this, like, massive kitchen and Baby sees Johnny's dance partner crying in the corner on the floor. The other, the guy that she's with doesn't see her. And Baby's like, oh, uh, you know what? Let's No, I'm not hungry. Let's just to get him out of there. So she gets him out of there and then she runs to, to grab Johnny. 
and Johnny comes and we learn that Penny, which is Johnny's dance partner, is pregnant. And Baby, unfortunately, makes the assumption that it's Johnny's because, of course, she would. They dance sexy together. She thinks that there's something going on, but there's not because um, they're they're friends. They're best friends, which we will learn in, like, two seconds. So um, Johnny, in this scene also, Johnny is very caring because Johnny holds Penny and he tells her it's okay and that he'll never let anything happen to her. And they're, like I said, they're best friends and he's so kind. He literally scoops her up in his arms and takes her back to the staff quarters. And you can see there's no there's no sexual thing between them. There's nothing. They are literally just best friends. But Johnny gets pissed at baby for assuming that it's his baby. But like I said, how would she not assume that it's that it's his? But anyway, it's a good scene because anyway, because it draws out more of Johnny's personality and the penny thing the pregnancy that actually pushes that subplot pushes the story forward and actually pushes baby and johnny together so what do you think yeah that scene is really really great first of all that that guy who was macking on baby was just a fucking dick dick <laughs> um but the you know but the fact that baby saw the, the uh, uh johnny's dance partner on the floor in distress really shows you that baby is a caring person throughout this movie. As a matter of fact, I think it's really unfair that at the start of this movie, Johnny sort of judges baby for the person that she thinks uh, the, for the person that he thinks she is, but everything that she does shows us that baby is the complete opposite of that, which is kind of funny because as baby gets to know Johnny, she discovers that as well, but it takes her obviously a little bit longer to do that. Mm. Also, um, this is not in any, this is not addressing anything that you said or anything that you're going to say. The one thing that I love about this movie, it takes them, it takes Johnny and baby so long Mm. to get together. (laughs) And, and their whole courtship is fantastic. Yeah, it's great. This movie, this movie puts this relationship on a boiling simmer and gives it to you in increments. Mm. And I fucking love that. I love that after like most movies, after like the first scene when 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 baby met Johnny in the staff quarters when dirt dirty dancing was happening, most scene, like most movies would have them get together two scenes after that. But so much character work is done in this movie with baby and Johnny. So by the time they get together, you fucking buy it. And Oh yeah. I love that about this movie so much. I I I never I like I've seen this movie hundreds of times, but I really never really noticed that and I never really focused on that until I had to sit down to sort of take this movie apart like we're doing right now. So mm. it, it it was so great that I could discover something about uh, a movie that I've loved for uh, all my life, basically. Yeah, yeah. So Baby learns that Penny needs $250 to basically get rid of the baby. She doesn't want it. And we find out that the father is just this douchebag guy that's working at the resort as a fucking, like, server. Uh, what are they called? Like a waiter. And he's just a douchebag. He's just like, that's not my problem. It's her problem. And he's just like, oh, you just want to fucking kill him. <laughs> So she asks her father for the money 
doesn't tell him what it's for just because he trusts her because they've got a good relationship and he agrees and he gives her the money. I mean, that's not a big scene, but it does still push the movie forward. No, I no, I no, I, I definitely agree with you. It pushes the movie forward. Also, it really it 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 sort of introduces the situation of baby replacing uh um uh baby replacing Johnny's dance partner for this gig that they have coming up. And this is when the idea floated that instead of Johnny's dance partner being the pregnant girl, that it should be baby. And uh, Johnny's dance partner says, look, you can teach anybody. So you certainly can teach her. So I really, yeah. I, I really, I, yeah, I really love that this pregnancy, uh, uh, this whole pregnancy thing with Johnny's partner was sort of the crux to push the movie forward into getting baby and Johnny together and developing and developing their relationship in the way that it does. Yeah, because Baby tries to give the money to Penny. But the only appointment that Penny can get is on the day of the dance competition. And if she misses it, she and Johnny loses they both lose their paychecks for this season and the next season. Like there's no one else to replace her. And that's when, like you said, Penny says, uh, you can teach Baby, you can teach anybody. But we know from the start, um, Baby is not a good dancer. So we know that Johnny has his work cut out for him <laughs> because she's just so fucking awkward. Um, Johnny thinks it's a fucking terrible idea. But what can he do? She, you know what I mean? Penny needs to get this done. It's it's so weird that they, that the screenwriter decided to go this way. They they literally could have had Penny like break her leg, <laughs> but instead they went the abortion route, which I think is quite strange. I, I don't know. They could have done anything to his dance partner and they do this. I don't know. Do, do you not think it's strange that they could have done anything else but this? I don't have an issue with it. Let me just make that clear. But it's just it's just a weird thing to oh we'll just make her get pregnant and get her have an abortion yeah that's that's fine yeah i um i really i really read it as they didn't know what to do with it um mm-hmm. they they you know they they thought the pregnancy idea would be a good idea and they sort of thought that that would be the crux to introduce baby as shiny as johnny's new partner but i really think that the screenplay writers didn't do a good job of letting the audience know how Johnny's partner feels about having this baby. Because at one moment she's completely destroyed. And at the next moment something happens and she says, Oh, I'm going to be fine. So I'm like, what the Mm. hell did you, did did, did, did you get rid of it or are you going to keep it or what? Yeah. So that wasn't really defined. But again, I thought that that was just a story crux to push Johnny and baby together. And I don't think that the screenplay writer thought of it, uh, really thought of it that much. I think she just used it as a device to push her story forward. Yeah. Right. So the next scene is uh, a great scene. It's what's not really a scene. It's a montage of Johnny trying to teach baby to dance and it's over. I don't know how long it, like, I don't know when the competition is. There was no like time frame, but He's teaching her to dance and the montage shows her really crap at the beginning, but she gets better. She keeps getting better and better and better and better and better. Um, and then they they practice the iconic lift scene in the river, which is just, I think that's the point where you can see them. Because at first uh, Johnny was very much, okay, I'm just going to teach you and that's going to be it. And Baby was like, okay, cool, he's going to. And they were very focused on the moves. But when the river scene where he was teaching her the lift, you could tell that the chemistry was there. 
you could because they were playing around and they were looking at each other and they just did Jennifer Grey and Patrick Swayze just did such a good job in that scene. You could just by that scene you go, oh, there's something, something. <laughs> there's something, something. So it was great. It was a great montage of scenes. Yeah, I absolutely love the montage of scenes of uh, of baby learning to dance. It's so cute and mm. it's so endearing watching her fuck up and getting better. Yeah. And also when when she gets better, her her clothes start to change. And I'm like, oh that 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 that's a nice visual cue. Yeah. As she gets better, she gets more confidence. Her clothes starts to change. She starts to move around with more rhythm. Mm. So it's a really, really well executed uh, uh, montage sequence to show you that Baby is turning into a different person with her relationship with Johnny. I agree with you. That scene when they're doing the lift in uh, in, in the lake is just great because the, the chemistry between Jennifer Grey and Patrick Swayze is just palpable. It's so fucking great. I think the lift sequence is great, but also the scene that happens before uh, Johnny and Baby are in the are in the um, are in the are in the lake doing the famous lift is when Johnny and Baby are walking on a, a log, and it's just a great oh, yeah. scene. And also, 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 you really get a good idea of. How Johnny, uh, that's where you get a good idea of how, why Johnny became a dance instructor in the first place. Yeah. And it's just so, so great watching Jennifer Grey and Patrick Swayze dance on this freaking log. But the one thing that I was thinking, I'm like, I hope that log doesn't have any splinters on it because they weren't wearing any shoes. <laughs> no, no, that's what you were thinking. Too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Get splinters. <laughs> oh, myself. No, well, can I, I got a piece of trivia. I didn't actually write this down, but. Um, so that was, it was a real log. It wasn't like a Hollywood log. It was a real one. I don't know. I, they didn't say that they got splinters or anything like that, but they were actually several feet off the ground and Patrick Swayze actually kept falling off the log and he wouldn't use a stunt double refused. He goes, no, I'll do it. But what he ended up doing is he ended up messing his knee up and they had to drain his knee of fluid because he kept falling off and knocking his knee. <laughs> but good on him for not using a stunt double. Good on him. He did it. He did it all. Wow. That, um, that shows dedication. And also, um, it's a bit of a legend that Jennifer Grey and Patrick Swayze uh, were not the best of pals during this shooting of this movie so yeah so that's in my I, trivia uh, i have more about that uh, okay so 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 we'll just say that but um but 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 that shows you the professionalism that they had for this movie and the character and the material for yeah. them to do the job that they did knowing that uh, uh things were not perfect in paradise yeah exactly so it's fun this movie is so funny because you think this movie is about this dance competition that's coming up, right? You think, oh, okay, it's so not. Penny's pregnant. Oh, it's about this massive dance competition. The dance competition happens not even halfway through the movie, and you're sitting there, you're like, I still got an hour left. <laughs> Isn't this the end of the movie? <laughs> it's like it sideswipes you. So they do the dance competition and the performance, and oh, my God, oh, my God, Baby is so dear in the headlights. She's so st – she's not bad. But she's just like, obviously, if you're thrust on a stage and you don't know what you're doing, I mean, Jennifer Grey played it perfectly. The lift doesn't happen. And the reason it doesn't happen is because she doesn't trust him. And I love that it doesn't happen because at the, at the end of the movie, 
she trusts him and it, happens. Oh, and it so happens. Great. We'll get we're gonna get to that scene. I'm, so I'm, getting, I'm getting goosebumps like thinking about that scene. This was the performance dance scene. It went okay, and just when you think that's the end of the movie, it's just literally it's only just begun. <laughs> no, um the um the scene when you know you, you know they go and perform at that other hotel is great because like Dean said, baby is good, but she's still rougher on the edges. She's got this deer in the headlights. Kind of look, she misses several steps. She goes the wrong way in one uh, in uh, at one point, and some old fogies from Kellerman's somehow are there. So they so so baby's numbers that they they they, they might see her and and oh, report yeah. back, and it's yeah. just a really uncomfortable situation. Also, I really like the scene after the dance competition when they're in the car mm. and baby's changing in the back. Mm. And I really like it because Johnny doesn't look in the back. Johnny keeps driving. Oh, yeah. And she just changes. Yeah. She just changes and she comes to the front. There's something so cool about Johnny not looking or the director not showing Johnny looking in the mirror. The, the respect that Johnny has for baby is so yeah. wonderful. And, yeah. the, and, the, and the gentlemanly that Patrick Swayze gives to Johnny in this movie is so fucking wonderful mm. because he is a gentleman through and through. And I just love their relationship that half of the movie, mm. these people are just friends and the physical, the physical attraction happens in, in uh, the physical attraction happens in increments. Mm. It doesn't happen from one scene to the next. It happens very very slowly. Yeah. I absolutely love that. I do too. So they get back to the resort and they go to the uh, the staff quarters and Penny is just like sick. She's sweating. She's lost all the color in her face. And the the people there saying the doctor, they he's came and he did, you know, what he needed to do. But, you know, he was using rusty knives like, oh, my God. And I was sitting there like, fuck. Like, it just strikes me weird. So Penny is paying $250 to have some not even registered doctor. Why wouldn't you just go to a not or, or was was abortion illegal in 1963? I'm not sure. If look okay, this is a this is a, oh do you know? Sorry, do you know? No, I know. I know. I don't know, but the thing that I would just like to say is I be, I I found it really really weird also because there is a small section where, you know, Penny Penny doesn't want to go because she's afraid of the cops. I'm like, why would you be afraid of the cops? Like, yeah. If you, uh, but yeah, I'm like, so so it it's not very clear why Penny is so terrified of trying of getting real medical help. I mean, I understand that she doesn't have money to do it, and that's one thing. But she was going to go to this black market doctor who obviously, if he did if if he did anything, he fucked her up. Yeah. He he didn't do it right. Yeah. So, but you you know, but then again, after the scene that Dean's going to talk about in a second, it's never really explained if Penny's baby is there or no. If, I don't think it's there. Is there. I think he did it, but I yeah. think he gave her an infection. Okay. Okay. Because he, he was using unsterilized instruments. Okay, he did it, but it. it, it okay. Okay. Because because. To me, that was never really clear, and I'm like, yeah. I would like some clarification. It wasn't clear. I just assumed that because later on it was like, hey, everything's okay now. And I'm like, oh, she must have just had it. 
I guess she had it. But um, if anybody knows the answer, if abortions were illegal in the United States in 1963, if you're listening to this on YouTube, can you drop us a comment? (laughs) Because we don't know. It might have been, but uh, we don't know. So after that and after baby sees that she's sick, she rushes to get her father because her father is a doctor and he rushes there with his medical kit and he helps Penny. But he sees how close baby is with Johnny and he doesn't like it. And he finds out that the $250 he gave her was for that. And he's fucking pissed. He's angry that she lied to him because she never lies to him. She's daddy's little girl. And he's he's like, I trusted you. I trusted you and you fucking lied to me. And she's just like beside herself because that's that's her dad. Like she just loves her dad more than more than anything. And he basically forbids her from seeing Johnny or Penny or any of those people ever again. And this is where the story starts because this is where she starts being defiant. <laughs> So what do you think? Yeah, uh, I really loved that scene because that scene between um, Baby and her father really shows us the dynamic of their relationships. And it really shows us that her father is not comfortable with this new version, with this new with this new side of baby and that he sort of wants her to be one way. And again, he sort of looks at Johnny through this through this this haze of oh you're just a punk kid who did a stupid thing with your friend and you're just stupid so so he so he prejudges johnny without knowing a single god thing without knowing a single goddamn thing about him and he's also disappointed in baby because she lied to him and she wasn't truthful with him and baby's and you know and daddy's little girl has never done that before so that sort of puts a wedge in between the two of them for the rest of the movie, kind of. Well, it does, it does. It does, and it's funny because he's like, I forbid you to see Johnny. Literally the next scene is baby goes to see Johnny. So she does not give a shit (laughs) what her father has said. But this scene is one of my favourite scenes in the movie because there's so much going on and Johnny and baby have a very deep conversation. And they start getting, both of them start getting agitated because they're both from different worlds. Johnny is fucking poor and she's rich. And they're both looking at the surface level of what each other has, but they're not looking deeper. So Johnny thinks baby has it all because she's got a rich family. She has money. Baby thinks that Johnny has it all because he's free to do whatever he wants. But both have their drawbacks, which is what they're kind of not looking at. They want what what each other has which is why they fit so well baby feels um free when she's with him johnny feels accepted when he's with her and so they start sexy dancing very very sexy dancing dirty dance, and it, and and it's it, it's not like for five minutes it's like it's literally for a while and they're just dancing he's like you want to dance now she's like yeah let's dance and it's it's done so well and eventually turns into sex but I say that word eventually because it's not like oh they start dancing and then it's like oh great let's have sex no no they're dancing for a while and that you can feel the heat brewing between them and then she kind of initiates it because like you said he's respectful he's like a gentleman like he wants to but he likes her so much that he kind of doesn't want to push anything doesn't want to do 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 that like he wants to do that but he doesn't want to do that and it kind of takes her to kind of make the first move and I think that that scene is beautiful it's deep it shows both sides of them and 
um, it shows them finally taking the plunge and making love. And it's a great scene because it's done tastefully. It's not, if that scene was done in today's movies, oh my God, tits and ass all the way. But no tits and ass. It was very, very tasteful. I enjoyed it. No, uh, I really love that scene because it really goes into baby's insecurities. And there's a point where she says, I'm afraid of everything. Hmm. I'm not brave. And I'm, and, and I'm, I, I'm a walking disaster. She doesn't essentially say that. But the hmm. line that really resonated with me was he says, I'm afraid of everything. Mm-hmm. Right. And I can't do anything right. And the reason why that resonated with me so much is because there's a part of me that I really feel like that sometimes mm-hmm. where I can't, I, where, where, where I feel that I can't do anything right. And where I feel that I'm afraid of everything and where I feel that, where I feel that sometimes I won't be, I won't be accepted by the people that love me for me. Mm-hmm. But then hours later, I, I remember that people do love me for the way that I am mm-hmm. and I feel better. Mm-hmm. But I really, um, I really resonated with, with baby just on that. But I also really love how Johnny and baby come to an understanding in that moment. Mm-hmm. And I also love that the one that sort of initiates the dirty dancing is baby first. And she says, just dance with me. Right. Mm. And then, you know, the slow dance starts and everything begins. And you're right. If this scene was done today, it would be done very, very untastely. There would be tits and ass everywhere, but I love the way that it's played. It's like a coffee pot coming to a boil. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Very slowly. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. So the next scene we hear of a talent show, there's a massive, massive talent show that they end every year on, and that's that's what we want. That's what we're waiting for. So it was just a passing comment. Oh, yeah, there's a talent show coming. And Baby goes to see Penny. She's fine. She's recovering. And Johnny comes in, and it's kind of awkward. He kind of doesn't know what to say. He wasn't expecting Baby to be there, and it's just like, mm, okay. So uh, Baby steps outside, and Penny sees, tells Johnny, because he, he know, she knows. They don't have to say anything. She knows that they've done the deed. And he tell she tells Johnny, you need to stop stop this. It's this is not a good idea. She's from a rich family. This is not a good idea. Uh that doesn't last again, that doesn't even last a scene because the next scene, <laughs> they're back in bed together. <laughs> so anyway, what do you think about that that short scene? I, you know, I um one thing that I find really funny hmm. in this movie is that several people tell Johnny and Baby not to do something. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But they don't fucking listen. They do whatever they want. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> but also, also, um, you know, uh, it is hinted at that, um, you know, Johnny obviously has this relationship with uh, uh, his ex-partner, the girl that uh, was pregnant but is not anymore. And also, it is kind of hinted at that Johnny has done this in the past, so maybe... She's sort of worried that she's sort of worried for the effect that this relationship could potentially have on Johnny. Mm, yeah. Um, so that's something that I was sort of wondering uh, from the get go, but that's not really touched upon or explored at all. But I do appreciate that this individual that obviously cares for Johnny is looking out for him and is saying, just be careful. You know, you know, just, yeah. just don't, just don't go too far because if you go too far, 
you might not be able to come back from it. Yeah. Yeah. So Johnny and baby are lying in bed together. And I love this. This is just, uh, he, he, Johnny is just such a multi-layered onion because he starts, she's asking him like, how many women have you been with? And you can see there's a lot, but you can see, also see he wants to explain. And he starts telling her that, you know, once he got this job, all these like women were just throwing themselves at me. And I was like, oh, okay. And baby was like, oh, so you just like slept with them all. And then he says something that you don't really expect a guy to say. He says, yeah, I did, but I thought that they cared about me. But none of them did. They just wanted the physical aspect. And after a while, I got tired of it because they didn't give a shit about me. They just, they used me. And I thought, fucking hell. I've never, I, I, I mean, you don't hear guys saying that at all. You you hear them bragging about their conquests, but you never hear a truthful answer of, I did it because I thought that they cared about me because that's what he wants. He wants someone that cares about, he doesn't want to have sex with all these, you know, women. He wants a woman that cares about him, that he wants to be accepted. That's all he wants. And I thought that that was a really, really deep scene for him. And again, another layer of the onion exposed of Johnny. Also, I really love his chivalry in the moment when baby asked her, when baby asked him, how many women did uh, did he sleep with? And he's like, oh, I'm not gonna, I, I'm not gonna tell you that. So, still at that moment before he gives up the really vulnerable information about himself, he's very, very chivalrous. And the thing that I love about their relationship, it's the kind of relationship that I hope to be in one day. Mm. That I hope to be a part of. I hope to be in a relationship where somebody cares about me that much mm-hmm. and somebody is with me for me. Yeah. And for some reason, this movie brought the kind of romanticism out in me more than usual. Mm. And I I felt really happy while watching this movie, but I felt kind of sad because I'm like, God damn it. I want that. <laughs> Everybody, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, fuck. Mm. I mean, you know, you know, hats off to the, hats off to the writer of this movie who wrote this movie. But I thought she did such a good job with showing a true vulnerable side mm. of Johnny that Dean said isn't really shown in 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 movies of the silk. Yeah, because yeah. Johnny has found the person that he wants to be with, and he obviously took that leap, and. Baby was baby was there to catch him, and it was so beautifully done. Mm. All their love scenes are tastefully done. Yep. It's not done for gratuitous. It is all based on character and emotion and connection, mm-hmm. and I fucking love all of it. Yeah, and the next scene is a great scene too. It's another sexy dance, and it's the iconic dance where they're crawling towards each other on the floor. I love this dance. It's fun. It's sexy, but it's but they're having fun with each other. It's not oh, it's going to turn to sex. They're just they're laughing, they're cracking jokes, they're having fun, they're just being silly, and I I love it. And then the boss of the camp walks in and he asks Johnny, well not the boss, sorry, the son, the guy that's all over baby, that the fucking egotistical dick. He comes in and he says, oh, the twat, the twat. He says, um, you know, there's a talent show and, uh, you know, we know because Johnny ends it every year. He does a big dance and the son goes, um, 
we don't want you to do what you usually do. We want you to do this. Johnny has other ideas. Johnny wants to go all out. He wants to do something different. And the guy's like, no, you're not going to do something different. You're going to do what I say because I'm the boss and you work for me. And Johnny's just fucking fuming. He's just like that fucking dickhead. <laughs> uh, and he goes, oh, and he's just like, hey, baby. He goes, yeah, you know, he's just a dick. He's just a dickhead. I don't want to give him any more screen time because he's a dickhead. But um, that was a good scene. Because it shows, again, Johnny's going to end the show. There's a talent show coming up, which is the big kind of climax of the movie. Um, and you had that really awesome sexy dance scene. No, I really love this scene so, so much because it shows Baby coming into her power. And I love it so, so much because it starts off with their with their flirtation. And Johnny is obviously, you know, dancing with Baby. He's cuddling her. He's... He can't keep his hand. It's, it's so wonderful. But they he doesn't do it in like a gropey kind of way. He does it in a very lovingly tender way with her. And it's so great because she's actually telling him things that he told her when he was when, when he was teaching her first to dance. So I'm like, <laughs> this is great. It's yeah. so wonderful. And when they start mouthing the record and she goes yeah. behind the 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 close the 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 um, like the divider the 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 divider and comes out and she goes on her knees and she walks towards him is such sexy. an iconic moment is yeah, such right. it's such a fucking sexual scene but yeah. not sexual yeah. in a funny way yeah it's so so fucking great it is I it's cannot great. tell you how wonderful it is so baby and Johnny are walking back to the camp. And they see baby's father and she's like, oh, quick, duck, duck, duck. And they duck and then her father and her family go and Johnny is pissed off because he just he's like, are you ever going to tell your father about me? He thinks that she's embarrassed to be with him because he's not rich. She says, no, that's not the reason. Uh, he thinks it is and then he just fucking storms off because he thinks, you know, he's from the other side of the tracks. So he, he, his insecurity is coming out that she doesn't care enough for him to tell her father, but he doesn't understand from her point of view. It's not that easy, <laughs> right? So, again, they're clashing. They come together because they're different, but also they clash because they're different because they don't understand each other's world. And I like that scene. It was short. It was sweet, but it brought out more insecurities on both their parts. No, I know. I think, no, I think, uh, I, I think it did a great job because I think it brought out insecurities in both Johnny and Baby because in that moment, when you, when you think that your partner would be truthful for you, there all there's there it's it's really hard to 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 find out that your partner is sort of afraid to acknowledge to their family when it comes to the way that uh, your partner makes you feel when um, uh, uh, you're with them, right? So it it it, it it's kind of it, it 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 kind of feels like they're like like they're saying oh you are not enough or you're not good enough for me to introduce mm -hmm. to my parents or my family but that's not the reason why baby hasn't mm -hmm. said anything because baby has her own bridges bridges to cross with her father which she will mm -hmm. but it's it's a really really cool complicated way to sort of Drive a tiny wedge in between the two of them. But the one thing that I hated about it was the very next scene, it shows baby going back to the cabin and then I'm like, just let that hang in the air a little bit more. <laughs> just let it hang. But the, but the writer wastes no time with fit. I'm like, why introduce that 
and fix it like a scene later. It makes no sense. Let it hang there for a while. Use that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you could, but you know, the movie's already long. I guess they didn't want to, <laughs> there was no point. <laughs> It's because you're right, yeah, baby right. finds Johnny straight away and apologizes because that's what you want to do. If you upset someone you love, you literally want to apologize straight away. You don't want to, I mean, as a screenwriter, yes, it's good writing, but in real life, you don't want to wait. You want to apologize straight away right. because you don't want that person to suffer. You don't want that person to be in pain. No, you want, no, you want to run to them. Exactly. So the douchebag that got Penny pregnant, that didn't give a shit, he's walking past and he sees uh, baby and Johnny together they're not doing it they're just kind of close and he goes oh okay there's something going on here and he makes an insulting remark towards baby and uh johnny basically you know patrick swayze jumps into roadhouse (laughs) and becomes his character from roadhouse and completely beats the shit out of this guy and you're just like oh my god like that was me and my man did that i'd be like oh my god i like, it's, it's sexy <laughs> to me. It's just like you're beating someone up because they said, yeah, I don't know. It's the wrong thing to do, folks, to hurt people. But that scene shows that he really does care for her because it's like anybody says anything about her, he's fucking just he... – has anybody seen that Family Guy episode where um, uh, Peter Riffman imitates <laughs> Patrick Swayze in Roadhouse? He just kicks the shit out of people and goes, Roadhouse. Yeah, Roadhouse. <laughs> <laughs> here's, the, here's the reason why I love that scene so much. I would die. I would die on a mountain if somebody did that for me. Mm. I fucking I love that Patrick Swayze stuck up for his best friend from childhood mm. and for baby mm. by by kicking the live ever loving shit out of this fucking preppy motherfucking guy. I just love that Patrick Swayze would stand up for baby. And Penny in that way because it's just so fucking great. And you're right, Patrick Swayze let his inner Roadhouse out. <laughs> and for anybody that has not seen Roadhouse, go and watch it. It's great. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. I love it. So the next scene is really short. One of the guests sees Baby and Johnny kissing. <laughs> Busted. So uh oh, that's gonna have bad implications. It's really short, but that's it. So if you want to talk about that, you can, or we can just move on to the next scene. Uh, no, yeah, no, it's really short. We can, we can move on. Okay. So baby's at lunch with her family and the boss of the camp comes up and says, there's a wallet that's been stolen and they think Johnny did it. I don't know how they came to that conclusion, but they think he did it and they're going to fight. Actually, him. go for yeah, it. Actually, actually that story point is set up in a really, really small scene with Penny and baby walking into one of the dance studio bungalows earlier in the film. Oh yeah, and one of the old ladies um, drops her bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. that's that that story about the wallets yeah. is set up early. But I was like, you know what? But but at the time when I was watching the scene, sorry if you don't mind. Do you, do you want to go first? What's no go for it? What keep, you thought keep of going, this? Keep going. Okay. I thought I thought that it was a really flimsy excuse to have Johnny be fired because of a fucking wallet being stolen. Mm. But the thing about the scene that is really wonderful is baby has the has the has the thing with her father because her father basically hasn't talked to her he's very disappointed with baby and the fact that johnny is going to get fired i love the fact that baby finally blows up her life essentially and admits to her relationship with johnny in order to save him 
So I love the fact that she say that that she basically blows up her relationship with the father to save the man that she loves. That was great because she just let everything out and was like, "No, nope, I was with him. That's it." Because Johnny was Johnny was saying he wasn't with anyone. He was protecting her. He he was willing to lose his job, but that was a really great scene because now everything's out on the table. And so baby sees Johnny and says, "Oh, don't worry. I gave you I gave them an alibi. I said that you're with me, no problem." And Johnny says, "Yeah, that's great, but they fired me anyway." And she's like, what? So she just says, I told them for nothing. I admitted everything for nothing. And he says, and I love this line, he says to her, nobody has ever done anything like that for me before. And you're just like, oh, (laughs) you love him. This is, listen, to all the men listening to this, this is the epitome of a balanced man. He's masculine, okay, He's, but he's also feminine. Do you know what I mean? He's got that balance. He's sensitive, but he's also he's also masculine. He's also a man. So he Johnny is the perfect epitome of literally what every male should be, which is a balance between masculine and feminine. I love that scene because it's just so wonderful when Johnny says, you know, after baby says, I lost everything. I admitted everything for absolutely nothing that we're going to fire you anyway. I love it when he says, nobody's ever done that for me before because folks, guess what? Nobody's ever done that for me before ever, ever in my life. Nobody's, nobody's ever stood up for me in that way. So I'm like, God damn it. I would love if somebody, if I knew somebody who would do that for me because I would love to be in that type of relationship. And it's so, so, Hmm. It's so unique and it's so refreshing to see a character that, like Dean said, is both masculine but has respect and femininity Mm -hmm. within them. And it's so wonderful to see those relationships, those kind of relationship dynamics in these two characters. And it 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 just makes their relationships, sorry, it just makes their relationship that much more well-rounded it's so great yeah so johnny decides well he has to leave the resort because he's fired he can't be there anymore and it's funny because he leaves the next scene we're at the talent show and then johnny's back (laughs) i felt like they should have waited a little bit longer for that it was literally he left the next scene he's back so So the talent show, there's like stupid old people talent, like fucking opera singing, whatever the fuck they're doing on stage. Oh, and (laughs) I have to talk about the sisters song. The sisters hula song. You know that song? (laughs) That horrible, horrible song that baby sister sings. (laughs) She actually co-wrote that. She co-wrote that song, that horrible song that I don't even know the words to, but it's just terrible. Do you like it? No, I fucking hate it. (laughs) It's you know what it reminded me of the the Buffy talent show when Cordelia was singing. It was literally that bad. The moment that I love about you know this end of the 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 end of the summer thing is the fucking whole Kellermans like like fucking it's so stupid. They have like this mm. graduation. It's so fucking nauseating. Mm. But I love seeing baby's family in a little table in the corner Mm. and baby just feeling just looking so fucking depressed beside herself (laughs) and so annoyed yeah and so depressed and i absolutely love it 
Yeah, and uh, then because of yeah, be, because because of what's about to happen. Yeah, and then Johnny comes in. He's in his leather jacket, looking schmick, and he comes up to Baby and her family, and he says, "Nobody puts Baby in the corner." The iconic line. They get on stage, and Johnny says in the microphone in front of everyone, he always does the last dance of this season and this year is no different. And he says to baby, you taught me about the kind of person I want to be. And I was like, oh, God, Johnny, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> um, and then we go into. Hold up, hold up, hold up. That scene is great, but you know what I love about it? Mm, what? At the end of the speech, he says her real name and and her, the camera pans back to her father and he almost fucking and, and and her mother says sit back down but it also shows you the type of relationship that they have when somebody really cares about you they will tell you the most they will tell you the their most intimate darkest secrets and one of those things is telling people that you really care about your real name when you don't tell the rest of the world. So that piece of information really showed me that baby, I mean, I, I knew this, I knew this for a moment one, but Johnny, Johnny just saying Johnny just calling baby by a real name shows you how much he loves her. Yeah. And look, I'm, I'm not a musical person at all. Singing and dancing. I mean, literally that would be my hell. <laughs> right? But I do love a good dance movie. I love dancing. And the, 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 the sequence, the dance sequence in this movie is probably my favorite dance sequence of every dance movie ever, probably partly because it's one of my favorite songs. I've had the time of my life. Uh, I've got it on my Spotify playlist. I, I absolutely love it. And when the music starts, you get goosebumps and it's the best scene of the end. You wait the whole fucking movie for this scene. And she's good. She's better than it, it's the same performance as they did at the talent sh- the talent show the the other the competition, but because she's she loves him and because she's more comfortable with him and because she trusts him, it's a whole different ball game. You can see the chemistry behind them. She's looser. She's she's doing the spins. She's holding on to him. She's just she's letting him lead, which is something she kind of never did before, and. Everybody starts dancing. Everybody moves the chairs out of the way and they start dancing. And then um, Patrick Swayze does a dance on his own, which is awesome. He just jumps off the stage and just starts doing these moves, which is just, I love that bit. And then the lift happens. She runs to him and they do the lift because finally she trusts him. She trusts him that he's he is going to save her. He's going to hold her. He's never going to let her go, uh, which is which was kind of emotional. It's a beautiful scene and Johnny, the music's still playing. Johnny's dancing with, um, with, uh, sorry, with Baby, and they're kind of looking into each other's eyes. And he starts mouthing the lyrics to the song to her. I've had the time of my life. I've never felt this way before, and I owe it all to you. And I just wanted to cry. <laughs> it was so beautiful. And that's the end of the movie. I just wanted to cry. Just wanted to cry. Maybe I did. I'll never tell. <laughs> the sending sequence is so wonderful because Baby is lit up like a Christmas tree. She's uh, her dancing is so good when Patrick Swayze jumps off the stage and he does this little thing with his fingers like some fucking doo-wop it's so fucking magical but the moment of the movie is the lift and then 
Patrick Swayze and Baby dancing in the dance floor, and what he mouths into her is just so fucking great. And just as, as a cherry on top, when Johnny meets up with Baby's father again for the uh, for the for the last time, he basically says, "I misjudged you," mm-hmm. and, and I was like, "I was like, great, perfect." Tie up a bow, we're done. Do you want to go to your trivia? Okay, so my trivia, my first trivia is this. Uh, So uh, what you said before, Patrick Swayze had to convince Jennifer Grey to be in this film because she disliked him so much while working on the film Red Dawn. So um, they they didn't like each other. And it got to the point that it was so bad that before each scene they would just be fighting and arguing and bickering. And the directive was just like, how the fuck am I going to like, what am I going to do? So he pulled them aside and he sat them down and he showed them their audition tape. Their audition tape was actually the sexy dance that they did before they made love. That was the audition tape. And they showed, he showed, uh, sorry, um, I think it's a, did a guy direct this? Yeah, I think it's a guy. He showed her, he showed them the audition tape and he wanted to show them how much chemistry that they had, despite the fact they didn't like each other. They're actors and they have this amazing chemistry. And after they watched that video, uh, it was okay because they understood. They're like, okay, we don't like each other. That's fine. But we have this amazing chemistry. We're actors. We've got to get the job done. So after that, they're okay. But they just did. I wonder why they didn't like each other. That was, That's just bizarre because Patrick Swayze just seems nice. I don't know. Maybe he's a dick. I have no idea. No, I, you know, I think that, you know, I think that uh, it's been said in Red Dawn, he was a little bit uh uh intense mm. and maybe and maybe that's when you know she started to clash with 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 his uh with his type of mm. or, or the way that he used to work maybe yeah yeah so the second piece of trivia is uh Patrick Swayze was offered 6 million dollars to do a sequel but turned it down because he doesn't really like sequels which is good because you don't need a sequel Very to this good. movie at all Nope. But imagine no, turning really. down six million dollars. Fuck. Not a lot of oh. people would be able to do that. So uh, Val Kilmer was offered the lead role. I don't know how that um, worked. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Patrick and Jennifer did their own dancing in the movie. They didn't. Use, unlike Flash Dance, where literally every single person was a stunt double, <laughs> they did their own dancing in this movie. So that was good. That's good. Good for them. And. The last piece of trivia is a bit of trivia about Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze actually began his career as a ballet dancer. He's a trained ballet dancer. This is what I mean about you can be masculine but also a ballet dancer, (laughs) and he pulls it off. And his first appearance was uh, in Disneyland parades, and he played Prince Charming at Disneyland. All right, guys. So uh, that'll do it for this edition of the Mixtape Podcast. Listen, um, if you guys want to send us an email or want to send us any suggestions about what to cover in the future, you can uh, email us at uh, mixtapepod at AOL.com. If we get any emails on there or anything at all, we will shout you, uh, we will shout you out in future episodes of the show. Also, if you want to listen to back episodes of our show, please go and check us out on YouTube. It's uh, youtube.com slash the mixtape podcast. And 
if you're coming if you're coming back uh, next week, next week we'll be talking about the film Stand By Me. So, uh, with that being all said and done with, as I say often, if somebody is ever kind enough to make you a mixtape, that must truly mean that they love you. The Mixtape Podcast is a Balloonhead Productions presentation.